This week on the We Don't Wrestle podcast is the Backlash preview show. We're running through the entire card, which now features stars from both Monday Night Raw and SmackDown Live. We're discussing Dave Batista and his future in the WWE, while the likes of Finn Balor and Elias feature in the three-count segment. We've got that coming up, and let's get on with the show. The hottest topics, in-depth discussions, predictions, and reviews, along with the biggest rumors from the past week in wrestling. This is your weekly WWE Fix, all in one place. Find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Podomatic, and more. You're listening to the We Don't Wrestle Podcast. With your hosts, Reza and Arif. Welcome fellow non-wrestlers, this is the We Don't Wrestle podcast, episode 12, with me, your host, Ruzza. This week, again, I'm joined by one of my co-hosts, Imran. How's it going? Hello, hello, hello. I am very well, very well. How are you? How are you, Ruzza? How are um, you guys as well at home? I'm good. Or at work? I hope everyone else is good as well. No Arif with us this week. Um, no rest for us, though. As soon as we finished up with the Greatest World Rumble, we turn our focus to Backlash. The first actual pay-per-view, or the first traditional pay-per-view, you could say, since um, WrestleMania 34. Is it traditional though? I mean, it's going dual branded? Is as it... in, let's say, it wasn't put together the last second like the Greatest Royal Rumble. <laughs> it was on the calendar. Oh, oh you mean we're going to get some title changes? Maybe. Oh, most potentially, likely. Possibly. Potentially. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we will get to that uh, later on in the show. The first thing I did want to start on though, as you probably heard in the introduction, uh, something that deserves a little bit more time than it would get in the three count segment. It's Dave Batista, quite appropriately, you could say, starring as Drax the Destroyer with Avengers Infinity War smashing box office records worldwide. Good on him. Um, very happy for him. I'm sure all wrestling fans are. Um, so yeah, obviously Batista is going to be everywhere around the world doing shows and whatnot, you know, promoting the Avengers. He also caught up with Chad Dukes on 105.7, the fan in the US. Uh, he had quite a revealing interview. Um, that interview revolved around his status in WWE, not what's going to happen in the Marvel Universe. Um, so yeah, it's all about what's going to happen with him in WWE. Rather than read the entire interview in its entirety, I thought I could break it down section by section. Paragraph by paragraph, we could go mm-hmm. through okay. what he says, bring up some interesting points. Um, and yeah, we'll go through it all. Is that cool? <clears throat> let's do this. Let's let's go. So he started off by saying, uh, this is all insider stuff and I usually don't share it. I'm really an old school kayfabe guy, but they reached out to me earlier this year to possibly come back and do that thing with Ronda. And I said that I would be willing to do it only if we tease something for me and Hunter to go to Mania next year. And they said, yeah, that would be great. I love that idea. Um, so what do you think of that? The fact that Batista was asked to partner Ronda Rousey in her first match, her debut match in WWE, and the fact that WWE agreed to have that tease for Batista and Triple H at WrestleMania 35? Well, it's well, it's really interesting because of Batista's last run. Mm-hmm. Last run, uh, in Batista's last run with WWE, the guy was, the guy was hated, hated, like, I mean, I mean, the hatred towards him was so bad that we took it out on his uh, attire, right? Yeah. I mean, cover of his attire. Can you blame him, though? He did say he wanted to come back as a heel, do it, we forced him as a face. So it's not exactly his fault, but I get where you're coming from. Yeah. 
Definitely. Uh, and that's why, saying all of this, I'm happy this return never played out. With him partnering up with somebody like Ronda Rousey, um, I think it would have hurt Ronda Rousey a lot, a lot more. I think I think WWE went the right way in uh, choosing Kurt. Okay. Because um, they're like for like, aren't they? They're, they're, they're both uh, uh, gold medalists, very... Um, you know, very authentic athletes. I, I forgot about that aspect when I was obviously planning the show. Okay. I was, I was, as in, I was against, like, you know, Batista would have been good. But obviously when you put it back, <laughs> really? both Olympic stars, um, you know, with a wrestling and a judo background, I guess, yeah, you're right. That that does make perfect sense. Exactly. And, and that. as well, he's, he's, he's a... Not only is he a character that keeps his cool and calm with uh, authority figures like Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. But uh, in terms of his promo work, he's uh, he doesn't get flustered a lot. And that's that's the thing with Batista. He gets flustered a lot. And part, partnering up Ronda with Batista, somebody who does get flustered, flustered uh, like I said now. I don't think Batista gets flustered that much, no. <sighs> really? Really? I don't think so. I think... Especially now that he's got a lot of big roles under his belt. I think, if anything, he might be even better than he was before. Which, well, probably, which, which, which probably isn't saying a great deal, but he's, he's, <laughs> I think he's definitely improved for sure. But we can only find out if he came back. And obviously, WWE didn't go down that that route, did they? No, they didn't. But, but, but to me, it sounds like you're upset that they didn't go down that route then. I am a little. Uh, I think, you know, since we were younger... I'm a, I'm a, I've been a big Batista fan. Um, big Batista fan. So there's a little slight bit of bias that comes into it, but I'll put that to the side for now. For me, it's a little odd, because I think... I know The Rock's already admitted that WWE asked him to do it, and mm. he couldn't because of... I don't know, was it Rampage or something else? He does like a movie every month, so I don't know. Um, <laughs> and now Batista's confirmed it too. I'm just wondering who was at the top of their list to partner Ronda Rousey. Was it The Rock? I do think both men make sense. Let me say that. The Rock has the history with WrestleMania 31 where um, obviously Stephanie McMahon slapped him. It was after Triple H beat Sting yeah. and then they in the ring and he got slapped and he brought Ronda Rousey out and there was like this massive uproar. Even Dana White was like, what the hell, I didn't know this was going on. <laughs> uh, yeah. So all of that, you know, coming full circle plays into it. That would have Which been, is great. But this be. is WWE, so the continu- continuity isn't there for Tay, you could say. Um, and then bringing back Batista, not only to promote Avengers, which makes sense for both parties, but then tease that retirement match for next year. I think both would have worked out. And then, as you said, Angle does you know just as well uh, because obviously he's the uh, you know he's an Olympic gold medalist. But I question the power struggle storyline. It does get boring, like now Triple H. It, it, you know, Kurt Angle as a general manager of Raw and Stephanie Brown not liking him, you know, that to me can get a little boring at times. I would have liked Batista, personally, out of the three. Um, and again, I, I'm, I'm not afraid to admit it's my bias that comes into play because of that. Um, but for me, it's all about him deserving to go out on the right way. I'm glad WWE were on board with it and they said, yeah, let's do it. But then, obviously, the next part of this interview is where he gets a little bit more a little bit more interesting, if you want to go through that. Let's do it. But at the same time, sorry, just to go back, what you said, 
the Rock or Kurt Angle, no, sorry, the Rock or Batista would have definitely taken the spotlight away from Ronda Rousey in a sense. They definitely would have. Whereas Def- Kurt Angle, yeah. he's already wrestled before. Obviously, it, it yes. was towards Survivor Series and TLC and stuff when he was part of the Shield. So a little bit of that aura has gone because we've seen it. Whereas every, all eyes are going to be on The Rock when he's back. All eyes are going to be on Batista when he's back, especially with Avengers coming out. Yeah, we would have rather seen them in the ring exactly. than Ronda. Whereas at least this time it was the other way. We want to see what Ronda had. Yeah. We wanted to sort of critique her every yeah. move, right? And uh, think, that's what people did, yeah. rightfully so, rightfully so. And I think that's the best best way to do it as well because now you've seen how good she is, how yeah. you know how much she can, how far she can take this women's division as well, especially with mainstream media watching everything, and they were impressed as well. So I think once everything is done. Kurt Angle was probably the best choice to go with only because Ronda Rousey was the star of the show and it'll be very hard for Ronda Rousey to become the star of the show if The Rock and Batista or The Rock or Batista are are featured. Yeah. But I was saying the next part of the interview is what really irritated me I'd say is probably the best way to go about it. Um, he, he said uh, well that's great I'll come back a few times during the year and we'll tease it. Obviously he's talking about the Triple H match he's already said he wants yeah. that a million times uh, yeah he said we'll tease it and we'll work it and we'll milk it and we'll go to Mania Mean Hunter next year oh I love that idea let's do it and so we literally talked for it for about like three weeks and then they stopped calling me I sent a text to Hunter I was like hey man I don't know if you put any more thought into what's going on I'm really excited about the possibilities and I literally never heard back from them they just stopped talking to me about it so basically Batista was eager to come back very excited mm-hmm. to partner with Ronda Rousey and tease up that WrestleMania 35 match. I, th- I don't think we can emphasise how badly Batista wants this retirement match to go out on the right way against Triple H and then getting ignored. I mean... Exactly. And that's that's what it sounds like. Yeah. It sounds like he was their number one choice then, especially for that match, especially for having a road to what you know what what, what is going to be WrestleMania 35. Yeah. Sounds like they laid the foundation for for all of that, and then being dropped. And you know, I'm, I'm, I, you know, there's this phenomenon that happens not so often with me on WhatsApp, but uh, basically, you get blue ticked, right? So somebody, yes, you, you send a message to, reads it, you know, you know what time they've uh, they've read the message, but doesn't reply. Really gets under my nerve, and. <laughs> It sounds like WWE's made it really freaking obvious. Well, Triple H in particular has made it really freaking obvious that they've this is straight up uh, uh, ignoring Batista, ignoring yeah. those plans. Um, being honest with with you, WrestleMania thirty five, I think Batista is right. You know, if he does, if he has to go out, yeah. he has to go out the right way. He wants to start the tease, right? Mm. Uh, especially with all of this. Uh, Avengers hype behind him, you know, Drax. So much hype. Perfect timing, perfect timing. So, you know, and, and, you know, I think Batista is right. The moment would have been right for him. But I I don't think it's best for business, man. I don't think the whole starting it now is best for business. I think somewhere around SummerSlam or Survivor Series, you know, that that, that role that uh, that Goldberg had. Something similar where you have small, small matches here and there and leads up to the to the big, big ultimate showdown with Triple H. I think that's where that that's what what you've got to do. And look, and then, would you say 
um, there'd be that much interest if Batista came back at SummerSlam with no movies coming out. Obviously, diehard wrestling fans will be interested, but do we really want to capitalise on everything? Do you think it would work out better if Batista came back at SummerSlam with no movie to promote compared to coming back towards WrestleMania with Avengers coming up, with probably the biggest movie on the planet, one of the biggest movies in history, you could say? Surely you'd edge towards the first and say, you know what, there's a massive Hollywood movie coming out now. Now's the time to do it, compared to in SummerSlam, where there'll only be select wrestling fans that are interested. When's Avengers, uh, what is it, Avengers 4 coming out? Um, I mean, if you want to stall the listeners, I can quickly check for us. <laughs> stall the wrestlers. Stall the listeners, I, I will check I'm for sure you. It, I'm sure it's in a year's time, right? It's uh, initial release, 3rd of May 2019, so that you could say is just after WrestleMania 35. Just, so that'll be March so, yeah. or April. So, yeah, I mean, if we did go down the, the Goldberg route and, you know, you know, showing up at, he had a sort of return match at a Survivor Series, was it? Yeah. Royal Rumble, and then at WrestleMania, we're heading towards the the, the, the launch of uh, Avengers uh, Avengers yeah. 4, the big showdown. It still works. But then there's also, I think, to take into consideration, he said earlier this year they wanted him, they asked him to be the headline act in the Hall of Fame, which he oh. denied. Because obviously he doesn't want to retire. So that surely gives you, you know, a signal that, look, your career is going to an end. That's why we're putting you in the Hall of Fame. We have no plans for you. This is... That's what that means, surely. Yeah, but but it sounds like they, they're, they're not waiting around. Mm. They're waiting to really... It sounds like they're waiting to cap- capitalise on, uh, on on his success as well. Maybe that's what the plan they would have had for him. Is yeah. Avengers coming out, let's stick him in the Hall of Fame instead because he's going to get interest either way. Um, We're gonna have a blue and purple monster yeah. in, uh, in the Hall of Fame. There's two things that there's two ways I can go about this. Is either WWE really wanted Batista, and they had their plan set up, and when he suggested Triple H, they didn't like the idea, so they took him out completely, or they genuinely just changed plans with not without any malice, thinking you know what, let's without purposely ignoring him, we're just changing direction. I don't know which way it could be. With Dudu's reputation, you have to assume it's the first. The, the thing is, I've got another theory. Okay. I've got another theory about what's happening because uh, I think we touched up on um, this a few, week, few weeks ago, especially with uh, uh, you know Brock Lesnar. Yeah. And how some of the news that was being leaked out was a bit of a work, right? Yeah. Uh, they tried getting... Um, you know, you know, Brock Lesnar's return to UFC, um, you know, him quitting WWE. Uh, Try getting it mainstream, right? Yeah. Don't you think the same thing's happening with this? It could possibly be that, especially if it's, uh, if it's interviews with, uh, with Batista. I see where you're going with this, especially since he, you know, prefaced it saying, I don't usually say this. Um, yeah. And now he said it. I wouldn't be surprised. And it makes sense. So basically, he was ignored, and they changed the plan without him. In my opinion, that's shady in the first place. It is. It is. It is. Especially, especially yeah. when Triple H is close with Batista. You know, yeah. at, at least have the courtesy to call him back and say, look, we've, we've changed the plans. We're going with Kurt Angle. I'm sure Batista wouldn't have cared as much if they told him. He would have been like, oh, yeah, cool, that's fine. At least you've told me. Um, not him sitting around waiting, am I performing in New Orleans or not? Um, yeah, and what annoys me the most about this, other than being a Batista fan, is that he sounded really eager to come back. Do you know what I mean? If it, if it's gone down it's... how he said, and he kept contacting them, 
then this is the kind of part-timer WWE fans would want. It's somebody who yeah. wants to dive in headfirst, wants to do it the right way for his career, not just for the money, not one, well, one, one day a month. He wants to do it properly, even though, I wouldn't say selfish, but even though he's in it to end his career in the right way, he doesn't want to do it in a cheap way. He wants to do it to help WWE, which ultimately helps himself and lets his career go out the way he wants it to. Um, this is the kind of part-time I think fans wouldn't complain about, but I'm a bit annoyed by it in the sense that you've probably burned the bridges there now, especially if the relationship wasn't the best. Um, you know, it's no. I, th- I, th- I think I think I think you will. I think I think no matter how bad the bridges are um, with 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 WWE, Batista would always want to come back. We'll get onto that and... in a sec. In the the last part of the interview, but carry on. Okay, there's more. Yeah, there's yeah. more. Um, and I, I, I think Triple H as well. I think Triple H is the man who will bring him back. You know, if he's if Batista's if Batista really wants his last match against Triple yeah. H, it just shows what sort of relationship they have, right? So, what do you make of that match then? Um, you know, a potential retirement match against Triple H at WrestleMania 35 in New Jersey, assuming it happens again, if they revive their interest in it. I, th- I think he'll be gold. I think he'll be. Uh, I I think he'll be awesome. Um, I I do think it's. Um, you know, if 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 Batista is phasing out to Hollywood full full time, and by the sounds of it, it does sound sound like that's going to be the case. Exactly. He doesn't want to wrestle anymore, but he wants to have a very fitting ending uh, t- to his wrestling career. This is definitely the way to go about it, um, especially the with way. history. Definitely. <laughs> The history that he's had with Triple H, yeah. Um, that the history that we know that he's got behind the scenes as well with Triple yeah. H and the company, definitely, definitely fitting way. I, th- I think WrestleMania 35 um, or 36. Funny uh, you say be- that. I will get to that. I will get to okay. that. Oh, just my thoughts on the match. I like it. As I said, I think it's the only feud or match that makes sense for. Batista because of, you know, evolution and how Batista yeah. broke through by beating Triple H at WrestleMania for the world title. So it's yes. like almost coming full circle. Yes. Um, you know, this our match at WrestleMania launched me and our match at WrestleMania 35 is the end of me. Do you know what I mean? I think that whole storyline element is really good. Um, I don't think Batista deserves to go out like he did previously. Uh, as you said earlier, the fans turned on him, even though he wanted to come back as a heel. Obviously, the support for Brian worked against him that's not his fault fans just wanted brian to be the one um but yeah then he walked out after the shield came out on top over evolution and the whole thing's a mess you know when he waved goodbye and everything it was that's not how the animals should leave wwe Uh, and you can say you know there is one last chapter left there and i think there's genuinely nothing else for him that makes sense not even randy orton it has to be Triple H. If it's not Triple H, then I hope Batista doesn't doesn't come back to wrestle again. Creating a new feud or even John Cena does not make any sense. It has to be Triple H. Well, wouldn't you want to see him against somebody like uh, Braun Strowman, for example? As in, I don't want Batista to put over a new star for the sake of it. I understand where Batista's coming from when he's always said he wants it to be Triple H. He wants it to be Triple H. You know, because he's worked with him, he helped launch him, things like that. And... I know it'll do little for Triple H's career if he wins, but yeah. if that's how Batista wants his wrestling chapter to shut, then I think that should be respected in a way. Um, mm. Not having or oh, Braun Strowman beat Batista and Batista's gone out again. 
Whereas a Batista win against someone like Braun Strowman does Strowman no favours or whoever else he wrestles no favours. I think... Yes, especially... I, th- I think you're right, especially with facing somebody like um, uh, Triple H, who's known for his sort of, uh, you know, these these sort of marquee matches yeah. at WrestleMania. You've got the Ronda Rousey match, you've got Sting match, um, you know, uh, uh, was it Roman Reigns yeah. the year before? Uh, I think Undertaker was some, somewhere in there mm. twice. So, so a lot of marquee matches, sort of like main event matches at WrestleMania, but they've always had some sort of... Uh, Stipulation, some sort of um, there's something there, isn't there? Just like something there, something Daniel riding Bryan, up. Yeah. Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania 30, stopping from getting hey. to that main event. Absolutely, yeah. there you go, hit the nail on the head. So I think Triple H is going to be the man, the only man that you can have facing Batista, uh, especially for retirement. Yeah. The final part of that interview, though, um, quickly getting this one out of the way. I should have added this before we carried on and started okay. fantasy booking. Uh, he said, man, I don't know what else I can try to... I want to end my career the right way. I'm faithful and loyal to the, to the WWE. I'm proud of being from there. I want to do good business with them. But they just don't make it easy. You know, they just don't. I told them next year would be my last year. Ooh, I'm turn- awesome. Yeah, I'm turning 50 next year. I'd be willing to... I feel great. Physically, I'm in great shape. I've never let up on that. But I just don't want to be the old guy in the ring and I don't want to overstay my welcome. I just want to end my career the right way and next year will be the last opportunity. So if we can't make something happen by next year, then I'm going to officially hang it up. I'm doing okay for myself. I don't need to be there. I just love it there. Even though the fans totally crapped on me the last time I was there, I will still go back there in a heartbeat and I'd love to entertain them and I would have fun doing it. I'd be happy to be there, but I just don't get it. I don't understand that company. So yeah, 50 years old in January. Um, so you can say a last chance saloon for Batista. Wow. Yeah, and you, you know what? Hear, hear, hearing back... Uh, so I'm just pointing uh, out when you said potentially WrestleMania 36. Oh, no. Yeah, WrestleMania 35 is... You know, put it, to put it into perspective, he's older than Cena and The Rock. And they're already phasing out. Like, The Rock is basically gone. John Cena, yeah. we hardly see him. And Batista, he's older than them. And you... That just says it all, doesn't it? It does. It does. It does. And to be honest, just just listening back to all of that, that 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 interview, especially the last segment of that interview, it does sound like he's got a lot of frustrations there. But it sounds like he's talk. You know, he has he has a great passion there as well. That yeah. WWE just 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 aren't getting back to him. So I know I I know I said it might be a work, and it might be. Yeah. But but I think I think. I think he actually. I think he's genuine about it. You know, I no, think he's you might will, be the last. You will not hear Brock Lesnar say this in an interview. No, you know no. I, mean? I heard that for, uh, in a long time, especially from uh, not only a main eventer, but but one of the three uh, huge mainstream sort of uh, wrestling stars. You know, you you mentioned John Cena. You you mentioned The Rock. Yeah. Pretty much full time. They're going on to being full time uh, Hollywood stars. Yeah. Batista is willing to come back. One last uh, time as well. It's One last time. And it sounds like it's for a proper run as well. It's exactly. not going to be... He said, he's always said he's a fan of the house shows because that's a completely different audience. Do you know what I mean? So he's into all yeah. that, which is great. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you can't take advantage of Batista while he's hot and in Hollywood and part of the biggest movie, I don't know when you can. 
Um, all in all, it's probably going to be WWE's loss. It's not going to affect Batista's legacy negatively. Obviously, he's going to have that little blemish there, how he left and everything. But it's not going to take away from what he's achieved. Batista's only going to get bigger and better, especially in Hollywood. So yeah, 2019 could be could be it for Dave Batista. 50 years old, he wants that. That's mean 35 match against Triple H. Ignoring his text makes it seem like they're not interested in that. Sad. I'm sorry to start it off in a in a negative tone this week, but it's uh, it's, it's it's that passion aspect, isn't it? The fact that he could just say, "Yeah, I want to have a last match." You don't expect him to say, "I love that company. I want to do this. I want to help them." Things like that. When you yeah. hear th- you know those kind of words, you think, "All right, you know he has he has actually had a good one in WWE, and he's not coming back for one last paycheck. He wants to come for his legacy and to entertain the fans." He does. And, and if you can bring Goldberg back, then come exactly. on, man. Just get your thumb out and bring him back for one last run. And he looks, gonna... he looks like he's in great shape as well. Exactly. He looks like exactly. he could wrestle tomorrow if he was asked to. But I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, Reza. Um, you sort of mentioned that he doesn't have to return. It won't affect his legacy. But I'm going to be very honest with you. In my eyes, and I think in some <laughs> of the viewers' eyes, his last run was was awful. Off, yeah, off, I, off. I agree. And he, he has to sort of—he can't finish on that. No, he's worth much more than that. He has to be back. Hmm. He has to be back and sort of redeem himself. And but I think when you look at it from this angle, where who will it negatively affect more in the long run? I think it will affect WWE because Batista can only get bigger and better when he's in Hollywood. When the movies keep coming in, and everyone forgets about his wrestling, like they do with The Rock sometimes, especially you know the casual fans. Who, are, who like The Rock for his movies and then get into the wrestling aspect, when Batista gets bigger, they're going to forget he, he was part of Evolution and lost to The Shield. And then WWE will be like, Batista's massive, do you want to come back? And he said, no, I told you 2019 is my year and you didn't yeah. let me do it. I wouldn't be surprised if they say, you know, 2019 Hall of Fame, that's it. Even if you stick him in the Hall of Fame and let him have Triple H, I, I think he'd be okay with that. Because the only reason he's rejected Hall of Fame it's so he can have that match. And that explains it all. I know Hall of Fame is not like, you know, some incredible thing. It's obviously just, you know, just something on the surface. But a bit of a cash in, yeah, really. Yeah, it's just, obviously, it obviously means something, though. Like, when you're in the Hall of Fame, you're done. And yeah. Batista doesn't want to be done like that. He wants to close a chapter. And I don't see why they're ignoring that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you, you know what? Um, I do give give him credit, especially with uh, you know saying a proper proper run with house shows. Yeah, it's it's very rare to get that these days. It's maybe because Triple H doesn't want to stick around himself that much on TV. I know he comes back for WrestleMania season, and yeah. maybe Batista wants more than that, which you can't knock him for that really. If he wants to do more, because he wants to yeah. book it, as he said. I know, but there's 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 so many fancy bookings that we could do. You you know you've got the matches against Randy Orton. Yeah, which of course. That has to purposes. Yeah. But then you've got the possible matches with Seth Rollins, the guy who, you know, you can make out that he forced uh, Batista to walk out in the first place, right? Yeah, yeah. And you could have all of these matches that lead up to Triple H. And That's true. You're right. The fancy aspect is is incredible. Incredible. But I think uh, in that sense, you have to reality. think... Yeah. I think in that sense, you have to think about what Triple H is doing on television, if he's working with wrestlers, then it makes sense to have them battle Batista. But if he's not doing anything other than just an authoritative figure, then 
I don't know how much you can milk that. Mm-hmm. Whereas I don't know what Rollins will be doing. Rollins makes perfect sense because effectively he replaced Batista because then they just made Rollins the chosen one. Randy Orton, exactly. I think Randy Orton would want to be one of his final opponents considering they came up through Evolution. And they probably share a bond as well. <clears throat> so, do. Yeah, I think <clears throat> those three names make a lot of sense. But obviously Triple H is the final effective nail in the coffin for Batista. It has to be. So, so if you if you had to put on a bet with me for <laughs> real life money, say £20 each or £50 each, um, what would you say? Is this match going to happen at WrestleMania 35 if you had to make the bet right now? If I had to make the bet right now? On 3rd of May 2018, I'm saying the match is not happening. I'm saying the match is not happening, no. I can't see it. Especially since... Ladies and gentlemen, you've heard it here first. £50 from <laughs> Raza, £50 me, from me is on the line. And I think the reason for that is there's that whole situation with The Rock that movie studios don't want him wrestling if he's going to get injured. Obviously, I don't know Batista's movie schedule. He might be free by then nothing um to film i think he is i think he is and especially with avengers filming back to back he's not going to be tied up with avengers it's only going to be promotional work but i think this match look wwe is going to be stupid 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 especially if batista's let this out of uh let this out the bag and you know you know made it made it go go so made this interview uh his words go so so mainstream WWE is going to be stupid to let this slip, man. This opportunity to slip. I so think for me, it's, it's going to happen. For me, it's keep your expectations low so you don't get disappointed. Ooh, that's, ooh, true. that's what ooh. it is. Um, so, yeah, let us know what you think about David Easter. Will he come back? What do you make of the fact that WWE is ignoring him? Which I still hurts me a little bit. Uh, yeah, let us know. And let's move on to the three count. Batista was originally in the three count, but I thought there's no, okay. way, there's no way we can talk for about 10 minutes about Batista. It's going to take Batista. quite a long time. Um, hey, we can talk about drugs. We, it's still in the cinema. It's still second week. I don't want to give any spoilers away. Hey, does he die or does he survive? Good point. No spoilers. I mean, I don't want to say anything, but you just said that he's filming Avengers back to back. So, I mean... Let's move on with the three count, though. A quick segment where uh, we go through the three most interesting rumours slash discussion points. Uh, we decide whether they could be true or not, our thoughts on them, things like that. Three big stories for you today, for you lucky listeners, and for you, Imran, as well. I hope to get your input on them. Perfect, let's do this. At one, we'll go with Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman this week. Um, Reigns obviously lost to Brock Lesnar in Saudi Arabia, the Greatest Royal Rumble event. Um, it was the cage match. And it was his second successive Universal Championship loss for him. Obviously, he lost at WrestleMania 34 as well. This time, we had the whole um, shenanigans finish with whose feet hit the ground first. Uh, But now, some sources are saying the whole situation could be completely different moving forward. Obviously, the assumption now is because everyone's admitting that a mistake was made and Reigns won, that there's going to be a rematch. Yeah. Um, Because Reigns is saying, well, I'm the rightful champion and this and that. Uh, some sources, which is a little bit far-fetched. I think all three of the stories are a little bit far-fetched this week, but I thought, you know what, we might as well stick all of them in there, um, outside of the box. Uh, Rumours are suggesting that Reigns could eventually turn heel, while Strowman, Braun Strowman becomes the one to defeat Brock Lesnar. This then leads to a huge match between Reigns and Strowman at WrestleMania 35. 
personally, personally, I'm a little bit on the edge with this because first I thought it could happen until the referee sent out that tweet that he made a mistake, Reigns calling himself the rightful Universal Champion. So I think now I'm inclined to believe that Reigns will get the rematch and he will beat him. But personally, I'd prefer this route and Strowman beats Lesnar and Reigns turns heel because I think everyone wants him to do that in the first place. Look, I think everybody wants to see Ron Reigns as heel. Uh, I think I think it's 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 universal uh, logic that Roman Reigns should turn heel because look, the guys, the the fans always boom, right? And Ron Strowman, the guy that we should boo, is getting the opposite reaction. The fans absolutely adore him. The guy's on fire. The guy's the guy's uh, stocks getting higher and higher mm. every single week. Uh, you know, I think at the moment, right now, he's he's uh, he's been paired up with uh, Bobby Lashley, taking on two heels, um, and um, you know, so so he's very clearly a face, yeah. very clearly a face. But saying all of that, I think WWE stuck out with Roman Reigns for a long time, keeping him as a face, trying to build him up yeah. for the last couple of years. As the next top, top, uh, top star, huge mega star, right? Hmm. They're building. Uh, I, they build it. Uh, they, 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 they planned the uh, superstar shakeup around him, moving Samoa Joe over to the blue brand, was so that he could be kept away from Roman Reigns. So I don't yeah. see this, 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 this heel switch happening anytime soon. Although Raw does need big heels because they're bigger than the minute because they're Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Um, and Brock Lesnar, but he's hardly there. He's um, hard, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, Bubba Ray Dudley, he recently said something interesting about Braun Strowman. You know when they were in uh, Jeddah, when in, when they got the championship title for, for Braun Strowman, the green okay. title, um, he said that him raising the title above his head could have been an experiment um, okay. to how fans would react if it was a universal title. And obviously that experiment seems to have worked out well, but... On the flip side of that, I don't trust the Saudi audience compared to the US audience, so that's probably not the best place to try that experiment. But I don't see fans complaining if that did happen, in all honesty. Um, but as you said, Roman Reigns is earmarked to be the guy. There's, I personally think the way to become the face is by turning heel first, because as the, the, the longer he gets pushed, the more he gets pushed down your throat the more you're going to hate him and the more difficult it gets for him to get over organically. Oh, definitely. Whereas, make him turn heel. Fair enough, we all know the WWE fans, they're going to cheer for him like crazy when he turns heel. But going down the heel route because he looks like a bona fide heel, someone you'd love to hate, Yes. doing as much as you can with him as a heel before turning him face, I think could work out. But obviously, we can't look too far into the future and say it's going to work because as soon as he turns face again, they might criticize him again they might boo him again so it's probably not a plan worth doing but i mean i mean Roman reigns the whole the whole the whole persona the whole look you're right the guy's a bit of a badass mm. and seeing him as a heel i'm gonna i'm gonna be very honest with you i think a lot of the fans are actually gonna start cheering for him yeah. once he turns heel um because he is he he's a bit of a bit of a bit of a bit of a note 
yeah, he's got that naughty look to him, that 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 bad man look to him, yeah. that that sort of. Uh, but that that's you, I don't, Yeah, I don't care what you say. Going against the grains, things like that. Exactly, and I mean, he has tried going against you know the authority figures in the past, but you know, for example, Triple H uh, at WrestleMania, and and it's not it's not worked off. It, 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 his whole his whole face sort of. Uh, you know, being PG friendly sort of uh, look hasn't kicked off. Uh, you're right. Going heels the only way, but the only time I remember him actually getting cheered, you know, without any argument, was when Jeddah. No, not even that. Is remember when he beat Sheamus for the WWE title on Raw, which was quite surprising. I don't remember. Do you not remember when Triple H wanted him in the Authority and everything, and Sheamus cashed in his Money in the Bank briefcase, and then eventually uh, Roman Reigns beat him on Raw. And there was a massive deal made out of it. That's actually that's genuinely the last time I remember Reigns getting a ridiculous amount of cheers, and and that's it. Otherwise, it's not even it's not you can't even say it's a fifty fifty split at this stage. Do you it's know not, what I mean? It's so it's a tough tough ask. Interesting if it happens. I wouldn't be surprised if it happens because, as we said last week in the three count, there's conflict backstage on, you know, some officials want Strowman to be the guy, some want Reigns to be the guy. So it wouldn't be a massive surprise if you put that rumour into the mix. Yeah. So, yeah, but, it's... But it's Vince logic. It is. That, I mean, if Vince can decide to stick a 10-year-old at a WrestleMania match and capture the title with Braun Strowman, then anything can happen, I guess. Um, <laughs> at two, we've got Finn Balor. Um, Balor lost at WrestleMania 34. He couldn't take the Intercontinental Championship. He lost at the Great World Rumble as well. I love that finish, first off, where Seth Rollins snatched the championship in front of his face. As we said last week, if you want to know our thoughts on the Greatest World Rumble, just go back and listen to episode 11. Um, and then he lost again on Monday Night Raw this week to Seth Rollins. So now is Seth Rollins taking on the Miz at Backlash. Um, now there are rumours that Balor could be turning heel soon. As we Ooh. dropped a hint last week, I thought I'd bring it in for the three count this week. Um, yeah, apparently... He could turn heel. Obviously, he's coming up short so many times now. Mm-hmm. I think it makes sense, especially if he attacks Rollins. You can play their SummerSlam feud into it, where Balor was the face, Rollins was the heel. Balor had to vacate the title. But I think with Gallows and Anderson moving to SmackDown, it doesn't make as much sense. The time to turn heel would be with the club behind you, not by yourself. Exactly, exactly. I, I think it was a few months ago when there were a few teases here and there that... Balor's teaming up with the club. There might be a few. Uh, you know, he might be going heel. He might be going rogue with them. Yeah. I think that's the sort of Finn Balor everybody wants to see right now, especially with the Bullet Club, because uh, Bullet Club's uh, amazing, Reza. Um, <laughs> you drop this in once a week. <laughs> ah, definitely. Definitely. Something about Ring of Honor, something about uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. But, but, but yeah, Finn Balor's... Um, Look, Finn Balor's been having uh, some amazing, amazing, amazing matches over the past uh, two years or, uh, you know, since the Universal yeah. uh, Championship win. Um, and, and this storyline right now is absolute gold. The fact that he is coming up, literally coming up short, yeah. right? Uh, being, you know, being seconds away from winning the title. The, the, the match at uh, Raw was fantastic. Fantastic, Finn Balor versus uh, Seth Rollins, but um, uh, but yeah, you, you really do have to take it up the next 
to you know take to the next level and uh, especially taking up uh, the, the Finn Balor character up to the next level will be by turning him heel. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think we sort of mentioned, um, you know, discussing the Ron Reigns and Braun Strowman topic uh, about how there's a lack of heels right now. Uh, yeah, I know where you're going with this. That, yeah. And that's something Finn Balor could fill. That's a, yeah. that's a perfect void for him to fill, right? I think it, it makes sense as well because with Lesnar not being there, the Intercontinental title does seem like the main championship at times, especially when Rollins is having solid matches every single solid, week and solid. fans are behind him. It probably yeah. makes the most sense to turn heel on someone the fans love to that extent yeah. with arguably the main championship on Raw right now because Lesnar's not around. Uh, you're right, I completely that slipped my mind that Finn Balor could be end up being that top heel um, on that brand. But again, for me, it's all how does it work out without the club? If anyone can do it, though, it is Finn Balor. Either way, he's getting cheered, even if he turns a heel. Um, actually, he might not because of you know how much the fans love Rollins. It could be 50-50. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be interesting, and I think this is the only way you can keep Balor in that internal title picture. Yeah, by turning yeah. him heel. You can't keep having him lose and keep him there thinking he's a worthy opponent after losing look, time and time again. Look, I'm a huge, huge, huge um, uh, indie wrestling uh, fan. And Finn was uh, a huge, huge, huge sort of uh, huge part of that uh, whilst I was getting into the indie scene. So I love Finn. And I know there's so many wrestling fans out there so many sport entertainment fans out there that are going to love Finn as well. But you've got to be honest, his his character is getting a bit stale. You've got to do something drastic like that. Yeah. And I think I want I want to see a heel demon. Um, for me, that's the main thing about it all. Yeah, we all love the demon, but you know, there's a different element to being a heel, to being a villain, to your, your mindset, the way you walk, the way you talk. And I think a heel demon would be pretty epic. Yeah. Especially against Rollins, you know, because the last time he came face to face with the demon was SummerSlam, where the roles were reversed. So yeah, that's two, and at three, my personal favorite, uh, and on the surface, again, it seems extremely far fetched, but anything is possible in WWE, as you said, you know, Vince McMahon, Nicholas winning out of Samania, anything can happen. Uh, I think this was from the Wrestling Observer. I should say that um, WWE are extremely high on Elias, as we Ooh. said last week as well. Um, in the three count last week, we mentioned what was it? Who WWE considered their top heels and faces on SmackDown yeah. and Raw, wasn't it? Yeah, and Elias is seen as a top heel, whereas Jinder Mahal is a mid card heel. Um, and there's speculation that once Lesnar leaves the WWE, Elias will be thrown into the Universal Championship picture. I'm not saying he's going to win. I've never said that. I'm, I know when I've wrote about this on Give Me Sport, there are probably comments saying, "Oh, he's not going to win. This is." bullcrap he's not you know this and that but again i wrote it there and i'm saying it here i've never said he's going to win i don't think dave melz has said he will win but there's mm-hmm. talk that he will be in the universal title picture as a heel uh, especially as we said since raw does lack the heels i think other than zane owens corbin elias needs to be in that bracket other than being a joke i can see it happening possibly not capturing it but i can see him being a top heel in that in the title picture well, well, that's the thing. It's it's funny because he he did start off as a bit of a joke, didn't he? Uh, especially with the skits. Yeah. But the fans have really, really, really gotten behind him. I mean, the fans in Saudi Arabia, of bless them all. They're all they're all walking with Elias. So 
it's, it's just it just goes to show how how incredible incredible job he's done. Uh, I mean, he looks like a, a beast as well. The guy has good in the ring. The guy, he does. He does yeah. look very good in the ring. Um, we saw we saw his performance in the Greatest Royal Rumble where he had one of the greatest runs of the night. Yeah. Um, so 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 I think the next step for him as a character as a performer. Is that main event slot? Um, Target the big names now, I think. Yeah, yeah, but but you know what? I'm not gonna lie. I would love to see him win. I'd love to see him win as well, but I don't want to stick my neck out on the line and be made fun of. You know how <laughs> how, how Arif always always says I thought Mojo Rawley was gonna be a champion, which never came out of my mouth. So I don't want to say that, and Elias ends up like Damian Sandow or something. As I said, keep your expectations low, and you will be pleasantly surprised. Hey, yeah. listen, I, I I did that with, uh, with 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 making the picks for the Brock Lesnar and Undertaker match at WrestleMania. Oh, you yeah. guys taught me out of it. So, you know, I'm going to stick to my guns. I think I think Elias is a future champion in the making. Yeah. I think once um, Lesnar's completely out of the picture. But, yeah, exactly. Once he's out of the picture. I, 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 see, I see shades of Braun Strowman in him, you know. I, with see, the, with the I see Elias winning with Money in the Bank. Oh, oh! Bold statements. That money that, in the bank. His his character fits that. Do you know what I mean? Because he's the heel. Um, we've seen him and his cowardly ways against Strowman. Um, I think it will be similar to if it happens. I'm not saying it will. But it's, again, fantasy booking. Do you remember when Daniel Bryan cashed in when he beat the Big Show? This little man pinning a knocked out Big Show who couldn't move and then kicked out at the end after he got pinned and Bryan lost. I I can see it being that way where he'll cash in. Like a coward and then become the champion. That's if he becomes champion. But yeah, I, as a, as an Elias fan, I'd I'd love to see that happen. Whether it will or not, I guess only time will tell. I think in the coming weeks and months you'll be able to see because I know after backlash it's money in the bank, and obviously WWE make a great deal out of money in the bank now as well because it's a dual branded pay per view. So we might see two briefcases. If Elias is featured in one, I can stick my neck out on the line and say he might be a favorite there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's the way to do it. But again, again, if Lesnar's there, you keep hold of that briefcase until he's gone because there's no way you can make anyone believe. Yeah, we saw Heist of the Century, WrestleMania 31, but that was when Reigns got pinned. Um, which, again, could happen if Lesnar doesn't lose a title. But So 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 let's do this, right? Because I think you're right. Having Elias win the, the money in the bank, it keeps Elias busy. Yeah. Um, and it opens up a small window of opportunity later on. Yeah. But it keeps him busy till Brock Lesnar moves. So, uh, till Brock Lesnar moves on, and, and and presumably once he does that, he's dropping the title, right? Yeah, I don't think so, he'll vacate it. He's got to lose. Yeah, but do you think maybe having Roman Reigns win and then having Elias? Yeah, to get sympathy uh, for Reigns as well. Exactly. Maybe That's, maybe having Elias cash in against Reigns. That or was the thing. Having Elias cash in against. Brock Lesnar maybe, and just using Elias as a as a transitional champion, yeah. a short term champion. Do you think that that might work. be the way forward? It could yeah. work because, as I was saying before, Jimmy, when I was when I was talking about Reigns getting cheered when he beat Sheamus, that was when Reigns and Ambrose fought for the vacant title. Um, mm. I think that's when Rollins got injured, so they yeah. fought for the vacant title, and then Reigns won, and then Sheamus when all the confetti was coming down, Sheamus was in the ring and he hit the bro kick on Roman Reigns won the title I think that could be it oh you know Roman Reigns has finally defeated Lesnar but yeah. here's the money in the bank winner and he's Roman Reigns has fell short again of leaving with the title 
I think that could be the the big angle of the summer. And I think that is the most believable way of putting Elias in the championship picture. As, Definitely. As a little bit of a coward who can actually go in the ring. He's not, you know, bad in the ring. He can actually beat you, but yep. you can't make me believe Elias can beat Lesnar one-on-one. I think it'll be a nice way of having Brock... Having having Brock lose to somebody, get getting that somebody that upcomer put over, yeah. But also by protecting Roman Reigns as that being that face, because honestly, I don't think he's turning heel anytime soon. Hmm. Um, so so it's a nice way to protect him as well and keep that chase going. And I think obviously it's hard to imagine what the fans are going to feel like then, but I think it is a way of gaining sympathy again. Like oh, you know what? We thought this is going to be the one. They're not going to think that. They're going to think yes, finally Reigns isn't isn't leaving as champion. Um, but yeah, again, 90% of this was fantasy booking, but if the rumour is he's going to be in the championship picture, I'm not one that's going to be upset by that. I want to say, please, WWE, bring it on. Um, so yeah, that was the three count. Let us know what you thought about those rumours and headlines. If, you have, if, any, if you've heard any of your own, I should say, please let us know. Uh, and yeah, to finish off, I think the most appropriate place to finish is what's happening this Sunday. It is the Backlash pay-per-view. I know a lot of fans are a bit weirded out by this because it's taking place so close to the other pay-per-view, which was the Greatest Royal Rumble. You've not had that much time to build for Backlash because the Greatest Royal Rumble took the front seat, whereas Backlash was given a back seat. But it's happening. I guess this is the event that really triggers, you know, closes the book on the Superstar Shake-Up. Whatever happens here happens, and then you move on. Raw sticks with Raw. SmackDown sticks with SmackDown. So, let's go through the card. We'll talk about the build-up, what's happened, what we think can happen, predictions, all of that good stuff. Does that sound good? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go for it. Uh, which one should we start off with? Um, at the minute, eight matches announced. Obviously, this is recorded on a Thursday, so we've still got a couple of days for any changes to come, pre-show matches and whatnot. Um, let's go with Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley. They're taking on Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Tag team action. Um, something on Give Me Sport this week was that um, a source told them Bobby Lashley was the original partner for Braun Strowman at WrestleMania. Oh, okay. Uh, Nicholas was like a late change because Vince wanted to create a WrestleMania moment. Yeah. Um, the plan was to have Lashley and Strowman leave as the champions and doing what they're doing now, but they just extended that. So I guess it makes sense. Uh, yeah, what do you make of that then? Braun Strowman teaming up with Bobby Lashley taking on Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. A match we can say just made out from thin air, really. Exactly. It's a match made out of thin air. To be honest, if if if, if the long-term plan for Braun Strowman is to partner, partner him up with somebody, they've, they've picked the right guy, right? Bobby Lashley, I think you mentioned it uh, before we started recording. He can't even speak. Yeah. Can't speak, and Braun Strowman speaks like an absolute monster. Yeah. So, so as a pairing, they work brilliantly. But it's come out of the blue, and uh, to be honest, I don't want to see Braun Strowman uh, teaming up with Bobby Lashley. I want to, I want to keep uh, Braun Strowman uh, uh, continuing on with the singles run. Yeah. So for that reason, I'm going with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Really. I, I want them to win. I don't. Look, I don't think... See, it's a hard one. I, I I do think Braun Strowman and Bob Lashley are WWE's obvious choice. Yeah. 
But Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are, are WWE's sort of um, throwaway choice, let's say. Throwaway choice, because it's a throwaway match. I agree. I think there's there was nothing there's nothing that happened that warranted a feud and a match here, other than we need bodies on the card. Um, I see Strowman and Lashley winning, and it's funny you say about Strowman singles run, because I think everyone knows that it's going to lead to... I'd say most likely Lashley turning heel uh, and then giving Strowman a feud there to keep him busy towards at least SummerSlam because I know Lashley signed his deal thinking he's going to get Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. That plan might have changed. It might not. Um, I think Strowman itself, if you if you think about it, if you're signing with the WWE and they talk about the biggest matches on Raw, other than Brock Lesnar, you'd say Strowman and Reigns at SummerSlam are two of the biggest regardless of your thoughts towards them. So I think yeah. Lashley wouldn't be too upset having to face Braun Strowman. I think the feud itself could be good. Uh, a good way to get even more fans behind Strowman. So I think what WWE will do is build Strowman and Lashley up as a team that, you know, incredible chemistry, no strain in their relationship yet whatsoever until eventually there's that trigger and something happens and you see the heel turn. I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, the deleter of worlds are in there. Ooh, Okay. Know, they're coming up soon as well. So I think it'll be Strowman and Lashley. But at the same time, I don't want to see Owens and Zayn lose. But they will, unfortunately. I think they will They will lose this match. Okay. Okay, so you're going with Braun Strowman, Bobby. I'm yeah. going with Kevin Owens and uh, Sami Zayn. Strange start. Usually we agree for like 17 matches and then on the 18th we disagree. But Completely disagree. Yeah. Um, this one... Uh, I remember when we discussed this match, Arif, I don't know if Arif hated the match or he hated our vision of Big Cass. Ooh, um, he's taking okay. on Daniel Bryan in a singles match. Can you remember? What did Arif say? I think Arif, does, Arif, Arif disagreed with what we think Big Cass can accomplish on SmackDown, but it's a big ask. Yes, yes. That's what it is. I think, I think because he's been placed with such a huge main eventer yeah. like Daniel Bryan, and I think that's what Arif sees the problem uh, you know, with with big casts, he uh, we know he's got big, big feet, big shoes, but <laughs> but those are big, big, yeah, metaphorical shoes to fill, right? You know, you've got to it's it's, it's Daniel Bryan's first uh, pay per view yeah. singles match um, back. I don't think this is what anyone expected, though. Dream match, exactly. Smoke Joe, Jeff Hardy, AJ Styles. Your first singles match back on a pay per view is big cast. I mean. Exactly, but yeah. but what I think what 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 I think WWE is doing with this is um, I think I think they're just sort of saving Daniel Bryan yeah. towards the summer towards WrestleMania period for for the match with the Miz and I like what the Miz has done yeah. you know the Miz called out well he called out Daniel Bryan but Big Cass came out I don't really like what 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 happened last week on SmackDown oh, where yeah. this little I don't know if I yeah, can the midget say. Midget, yeah. <laughs> where where the little midget came out dressed up as Daniel Bryan, and um, I don't I don't really like that sort of that, that that little thing, that little gimmick that WWE plays on. It's not funny comedy. It's, it's out it's outdated. There's two ways two ways I think go about this. It's a good match because you don't want to give the fans everything with Daniel Bryan. I know his contract might come up. He might not sign a new deal. I don't know. Let's not get into that. But. When you give him AJ Styles one week, okay, let's go Nakamura feud next week. Let's go uh, Samoa Joe. Then what do you do after that? Do you know what I mean? 
I say keep fans on the edge of their seats, wanting to see what's going to happen with Brian. And the best way to do that is by giving him big casts where the aim is to get him hated, to have him hated by the fans. And this is the best way to do it, is by putting him against a match he does not deserve. A feud yeah. he does not deserve. Um, and But on the flip side, if Big Cass loses, there's no way coming back from it. Because if you can't beat um, the smaller guy who you've been saying you hate, then where do you go from here? How are you going to beat someone more dangerous? And how are you going to beat a Samoa Joe? For example, you can't. Um, for Cass's sake, I hope he wins. And I think Big Cass will leave the winner, you know. I think Big Cass will beat Brian, and I think that will help him get over as a heel, and I think that will only continue to grow the support for Brian. Huh? I think, to be honest, I've 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 never I've ne- I haven't felt so fifty fifty for a match with Big Cass uh, as well. You never think that, would you? Exactly. <laughs> with, Big with Big Cass, I think I think you're right. I think. To go forward, Big Cass does need to sort of uh, validate himself yeah. by defeating Daniel Bryan. If you cannot beat a man his size, who can you beat? How can we believe you're going to be a threat if you can't beat Bryan? But but I think I think that's too big, too big of a, a, a of a role to take up straight away. You know, if you if you defeat Daniel Bryan, your next feud's expected to be with the guys like Samoa Joe. I think Daniel, uh, Big Cass is still in his building phase right now. Yeah. Um, and and because of that, I'm going to go with Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan needs the win more than Big Cass. Big Cass is Big Cass has still got the opportunities. He's still got the stature. Look, I think you mentioned it two weeks ago. Big Cass is Vince's dream come true. Yeah. Wet dream come true. <laughs> I'm just upset. I not here with this Vince impression. That's the perfect timing for it. Um, yeah. I, I get where you're coming from. But I don't think Brian has anything to lose. I think Cass has a lot more to lose um, with how do you come back from this. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of factors come into play. And you said it is 50-50, which is strange because you never think this deeply about a match featuring Big Cass. Um, but yeah, as in, you know, that's two for two. You, we've both gone for different picks. I've gone Big Cass, Imran's gone Daniel Bryan. Um... Let's go with Carmella and Charlotte Flair, SmackDown Women's Championship. Obviously, not allowed to perform in in um, Saudi Arabia. They've apologized, by the way, because remember they had the advert featuring the core branded advert where it's Sasha Banks and Carmella are in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Apparently, they said you know they've apologized for that. We're never going to show this kind of stuff again, which is a little bit crap, but that's a different story. Um, Getting some attention now. I hope for their sake they probably have, you know, one of the longest matches of the night. But it's Carmella who's not as strong as Charlotte, so I don't know what can what can happen there. Um, I'll go with you. What do you think goes down here? What do you make of the build up first? Obviously, with the Iconics playing a role in it as well. The Iconics are fantastic, fantastic. I've never been so so hot on a on a on a on a, on a woman duo um, for years since. Since Lay Cool, probably. I think it's because, maybe because they're not just randomly paired. Like Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose, yeah, you're yeah. tough enough, but it's a bit yeah. forced. Like Ruby Riot, Sarah Logan, it's a bit odd. You were never on NXT, whereas we've seen Pierce and Royce and Billy Kay come together on NXT, get bigger on NXT, and come together on SmackDown Live together. It's not forced, so it's it not. just seems natural. Do you know what I mean? 
definitely, definitely. And you know what? Camella looked natural being with that duo uh, this past week on SmackDown, doing that promo. Yeah. Um, the, 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 the iconics are they're, they're brilliant in the ring. Um, uh, they're, they're, they're funny. I think they suit Carmella well, and that's why I think they're going to play a part in this match. But what about you know, the Becky Lynch and Oscar as well? Becky Lynch. And see, see, that's the other thing. I could see Becky Lynch starting to get more involved with Charlotte Flair. Hmm. And, and, and part of me thinks Becky Lynch is going to cause <clears throat> the loss for Charlotte. Accidental. I think it's too early. Accidental. accidental. Definitely, accidental. definitely yeah, accidental. I, th- uh, I, I can see where you're going with this. I, I see it as her trying to fight off the Iconics or something and then, you know, that cause. I think both teams will play a role, both sides, Charlotte's team and Carmella's team, but ultimately it will probably will be Charlotte's team who accidentally cost her. Definitely, definitely it should be. Um, and, and, and to be honest, either, either way it goes, even if we just have a pure singles match with no interference, I think it's too early for Carmella to to lose at this stage. Mm-hmm. Um Carmella looks looks fantastic with the SmackDown title around her, her waist. Um, I, her, she deserves um, she de- deserves a bit of a longer run. Yeah, a longer run. Yeah, I think so we both said Carmella, but I do think Charlotte needs to be slightly protected in this match as well. Yeah, um, yeah. We'll see how that goes. Let's go to the other women's match oh, again. Both of us picked Carmella finally on the same page. Um, Nia Jax and Alexa Bliss, the Raw Women's Championship. Um, obviously, we saw the subtle tease with Ronda Rousey potentially getting involved with Nia Jax, but obviously that's a different story for a different time. At the minute, we've got to focus on the WrestleMania rematch. Jax and Bliss. For, see, again, for some reason, I'm not as invested in this as I should be. No, I'm not. And I don't know Honestly. what it is. I'm sad because I want to be. Look, I'm I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of uh, women wrestling at the moment. Yeah. I think what WWE is doing with 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 the Raw Championship, the SmackDown Women's Championship, with uh, with with having the May Young Classic, having it having it annual every single year. Yeah. Um. The the NXT Championship down down on the developmental stage. I think everything's been gold. Um. It's it's been a bit fresh, but. I don't know if it's just Nia Jax, but something about this whole this whole match just seems a bit stale. And I think we we discussed it, didn't we? I think was it the rest of your preview or the review where we said it's that whole body shaming, bullying storyline which could have been milked for so long, not just bully her for a week and that's it, have a match. It could be genuinely make. I know the whole be a star thing comes into play, but it's a way to get Bliss hated more and a way for Nia Jax to be that role model if you continue doing it for a longer period of time. But I think they've moved away from that body shaming because yeah. you can get a lot of backlash. And I think WWE did get a bit of backlash. Yeah. And that's why they've gone to the whole, you know, Alexa Bliss and having that bliss moment where she's uh, saying these fake stories of uh, about bullying, right? Yeah. Um, I, think, I think this is just, just a way for Alexa to be sort of phased out of the women's championship for now yeah i think this is the last um, last try definitely and i think it's a way for naya jacks to to cement herself a bit more as being the the raw women's champion so i'm gonna go with naya jacks i agree naya jacks should leave i'd be extremely this this title chain would surprise me the most out of the entire card if alexa bliss somehow uh defeats naya jacks after this 
you know, crowning moment at WrestleMania. Uh, so yeah, that's you know, two disagreed picks, two agreed picks. That's that's, that's not bad. Um, we'll go with Roman Reigns and Samoa Joe SmackDown versus Raw. Obviously, here's the thing: a loss for either man could you know damage their prospect of going for the respective titles. Why should Samoa Joe get a WWE Championship match when he loses to Roman Reigns? Why should Roman Reigns get another chance at Brock Lesnar if he loses to Samoa Joe? Um, I'm into the match, and I, I credit Samoa Joe a lot for this because this promos have been ridiculous um, yeah. ever since you know he yeah. came back. Um, but the sad thing is, I think he's going to lose. <laughs> you know, I think Samoa Joe, <laughs> I think Samoa Joe will lose, which is a I, shame. I think you're right. I think it comes down to. Um... Who needs to win more? And Roman Reigns, especially after the controversial finish, especially after losing to Brock Lesnar again and again, and especially because it's it's clear that they are building towards a Brock, Brock Lesnar rematch. Yeah. Reigns needs it more. Small Joe, look, he could talk himself out of any situation <laughs> right now. The guy is absolutely on fire. And, and if the rumours are true on the dirt sheets, and I love my dirt sheets, but the rumours are that he's going to be challenging AJ, spoiler alert, for the next few picks. But uh, challenging AJ for the WWE Championship, if, if that's... I mean, wow. It feels like watching TNA again. Yeah. <laughs> but um, if, if that's... Look, he doesn't need this win to be challenging AJ. He doesn't need... Uh, you know, I don't think this loss would do anything to him. I think... Uh, he needs to look strong in a loss, though. He will. He will. Joe's going to kill so. him. I hope but, so. But, but Reigns going to come out with the win, right? Yeah, we agree that Reigns will win. Um, we're going to Styles and Nakamura later on. I'm guessing that should be the main event. Extremely surprised if it won't be. Um, just three title matches left now. Uh, Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton, United States Championship. We saw Randy RKO Jeff this week. Um, or SmackDown. There have been rumours that Shelton Benjamin could be added to the match. Oh, okay. I don't want to make the prediction with Benjamin in case they don't put him there. So let's stick with what's currently advertised, and that is a singles match, Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton. Orton showing a bit more heel tendencies again, which everybody loves. Um, how do you see this one going out then? To me, it feels like it's 2004 all over again. Yeah. Jeff Hardy... <laughs> Randy Orton and uh, we're talking about Shelton Benjamin it's crazy isn't it <laughs> yeah um, can I just say the promo on Smackdown with the Miz stirring things yeah. up between these two was absolute <laughs> gold I could not help but laugh it's, it's with crazy Randy Orton. <laughs> it's crazy how Miz who's in a different match is the reason he's made the United States title match more interesting and he's not Definitely. in that match which is just Def- says a lot about them is definitely. I think I think Jeff's going to come out with a win. Uh, I could just see Reza smiling right now. Of course, he's happy. Of course, uh, <laughs> I can see Jeff coming out with a win. Um, I don't. I don't want to see. I don't want to see Randy Orton, uh, Randy Orton hold the US title. Um, I think we we saw that a few few months ago. Yeah, and it was stale. It was stale. I think. Uh, I like Randy Orton being playing more of an aggressor role, mm. uh, going after the titles, going after the 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 the, the, the superstars, right? Yeah. And waiting for that RKO to come out of nowhere. 
I think I think if he has that US title, he's always under that spotlight. So I'm going to go with Jeff Hardy. Interesting. I think we, we're bound to see that whisper in the wind or the swanton bomb into an RKO. That's going to happen. Um, yeah. I agree with what you said about him chasing the title. I think there's no way Orton's going to be in the WWE Championship picture, which means this is probably the next best thing for him. But I do think guys like the Miz, Jeff Hardy and Orton are the guys who can make the US title more prominent than some of the lesser names. Um, I'm going to go with Jeff Hardy winning, but I would not be surprised if Orton just turns heel at the end. Really? I would not be surprised. And I think then you get a full feud out of that. But then, you know, that just leaves Shelton Benjamin in limbo. And what does he do? He's like just a random name thrown in there. But yeah, I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to say Jeff. Jeff Hardy. Uh, Let's go with the other one. This is a bit more interesting because it's SmackDown versus Raw for the Intercontinental Championship. On the surface, you can say it's straightforward. Obviously, you know, sources like PW Insider have said there could be more than meets the eye here. It's Seth Rollins defending the Intercontinental Championship against... The Miz, Miz trying to be a nine-time champion, um, mm-hmm. but then obviously, what happens? Does the Miz bring the title to SmackDown? Does the Miz move back to Raw? I don't see the second one happening because of the Daniel Bryan factor. It's for me. It's I'm going to play safe and go Seth Rollins retains, especially again Finn Balor's on the card. That's all I'm saying. Maybe he decides to. Play a part exactly, um, or even you, the even the Mister Raj even because obviously the whole breakup and stuff, a lot of factors come into play here. But yeah, I'm gonna play it safe and say Seth Rollins. See, it's interesting because you you said the Miz might move. Well, there might be a bit bit more that meet, than meets the eye, and if the Miz, if there's a chance that the Miz can move over to Raw, it does kind of make sense. Keeps him away from uh, Daniel Bryan. Raw's lacking a huge. Uh, 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 you know, like a huge sort of uh, uh, a promo talker. Yeah. Uh, you know, like the Miz, he could just draw audiences in. Um, the Miz Raj are still using that name and that entrance music and the whole Miz's gimmick. But, but I think I think that's I, I think the chances of that whole happening is 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 mm-hmm. very slim. I think Seth Rollins is gonna. Is going to win. I think something like Finn Balor watching uh, at the commentary desk. I yeah. think something like that's going to happen to you. It won't be 100% clean. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a ruse by The Miz. You know, The Miz to Raj help The Miz win and then The Miz is back on roll and they're reunited again. Do you know what I mean? Do, do, do you think we could see the Finn Balor heel turn happening? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, 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 wouldn't, I would not be surprised one, one bit. How is Balor not on the card if he's so big? But I get it. He's lost to Seth, so he doesn't deserve to be. There's no match he can have. But again, either Balor, the Miztourage, or both will be involved here. Okay. We're, we're both going with Rollins, so we're back on track. Rollins. Rollins. Back on track with, uh, with our picks. And let's go with what I'm saying should be the main event. I'd be very surprised if it isn't. AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura. He can try all the low blows he wants now. It's a no disqualification match. AJ better bring a cup with him because that could be... A very painful night below his <laughs> WWE Championship on the line. Uh, obviously, Nakamura lost at um, WrestleMania. Then there was a double count out in Saudi Arabia. So obviously, this you could say is the trilogy. If you don't count the Wrestle Kingdom matching, which they're not because they're saying it's a dream match, which you know we've already seen it. Um, 
And I think, obviously, I'd love to see you talk about it a lot, but you hit the nail on the head there with Samoa Joe basically telling AJ Styles on SmackDown, once I'm done with Roman Reigns, I'm coming for the champion, whether it's you or Nakamura. And I think that you know the seed has been planted for a Samoa Joe and AJ Styles feud, hasn't it? it for has, the WWE it Championship. It has. Um, but the only thing that puts a span in the works there is what do you do with Shinsuke Nakamura? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the next feud is Brian. Because that again, that's how you get the cheers for Brian and the booze for Nakamura. Because it worked for AJ. It did, it did. But I think I think Nakamura after this rivalry, no matter, no matter who wins in this match, he's got to move away from the the the, the, the low bro blows with his uh, with his bicep. Um, it looks so good. <laughs> I don't know. Do they? Do they? I know Steve Austin doesn't like him. I like them because that is, you know, the king of strong styles, Lobo. You don't get Lobos like that by anybody else. You know what I mean? The you know the other Lobos are quicks. So the referee doesn't see him. Nakamura's is, hey, our ref, I want you to see me low blowing him. And he keeps the arm there, you know, rubbing salt in the wounds and whatnot. Um, probably a bad choice of words while, <laughs> you know, doing the low blow. I like it. Um, but yeah, I see AJ Styles leaving with the championship. Probably no doubt that he is the better man in this feud. Could it be clean? Yeah, no. I mean, I don't know because it's no disqualification, so it doesn't really matter, does it? Um, no. I think it, it has to protect Nakamura as well, though. Uh, it has to, but I think I think we. You, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Nakamura on this one. New I'm gonna champion. go. With as being the new champion. That's bold, that. that's very they, bold. They've really, really hyped up the low blows. The whole the whole trilogy has been about pretty much after WrestleMania, the low blows, right? Yeah. Um and and this match, especially being a no disqualification, <clears throat> if Shinsuke doesn't get the win, especially having that no disqualification match, yeah. Because of his low blows, it's gonna make him look really weak. Uh, Shinsuke, Shinsuke, Shinsuke needs the title more than AJ. Um, Came very bold. I like that. I wouldn't be again. It's not going to surprise me. We've not said, you know, there's probably the only title change that could happen on the night. Otherwise, it's basically the Greatest Royal Rumble all over again. Um, I can see where you're going with that. The only thing I'd say about that is. Samoa Joe saying he's coming for the champion. Obviously, we've seen the Joe Nakamura feud, but there's no way Joe's going to be the face. So maybe they hold off on that, on, on Joe going for the championship, because it might just extend Styles and Nakamura even more. Um, it, 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 could, it could be something like uh, Daniel Bryan, like you said, uh, charging okay, yeah. for the title. You know, Miz interferes, Big Cass still interferes, maybe. Yeah. Um, go Again, I think the, 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 the no-disqualification aspect does throw... You know, into doubt, but it's more exciting that way, isn't it? It is. It is. Yeah, that, that's the backlash card. Eight matches. I mean, as I said, there's still a couple more days left. There could be more announced um, up until that. But yeah, let us know what you guys think of the backlash card. Um, and on that note, it's time to say goodbye. The hour has flown by. Um, it's been a pleasure discussing everything with you, Imran. Thank you for joining me. Thank you, man. I can't wait till next week's. Uh... Fallout from, well, the backlash from backlash the backlash. Review, yeah. 
Um, if this was your first time listening, then we thank you for stopping by and we hope you decide to stick around as well. Uh, take a look in the description boxes wherever you're listening, um, SoundCloud, iTunes, any of the links to where you can find the episodes, they will be there. Or just search We Don't Wrestle and we should pop up, I'm hoping so. Um, you'll also find our social media accounts, Twitter is there, Facebook is there, um, there are daily stories added from the wrestling world. Um, some of the rumours and stuff, so go ahead and view those. Like, comment as well. Uh, please do tune in next week. As Imran said, we'll be back with more from Backlash and you know the other week in listening. Uh, I've been your host, Reza. That was Imran, and we'll catch you next time on the We Don't Wrestle podcast.